Hello, Papaholics. This is Pop Goes the Fandom and your host, Tyler Birch. If you haven't heard from us before, this is a podcast about pops for pop fans. This week we're going to be talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe pops. Uh, that's going to be the gold anniversary ones that they did for their 10th anniversary. So if you don't know too much about the MCU, there's this little little movie coming out called Avengers Endgame. Uh, it's going to be, it is the culmination of 11 years of movies, the culmination of 22 movies, the culmination of so many different character arcs. It's going to be one of the biggest movies of our lifetime. So it only seemed right that I talk a little bit about the pops that they came out with in commemoration of the 10th anniversary of this amazing shared universe. So I'd like to believe that you already know a little bit about the MCU, but if not, then you're going to want to listen to this part because I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. I'm sure your friends have already told you about it. If you haven't already heard about it, I would hope you have, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just didn't have a movie theater where you grew up or you just really hate superheroes. If so, you probably shouldn't listen to this lesson, but I'm warning you now. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is all about the Marvel superheroes. So you got your, you know, your Spider-Man, you got your Captain America, you got your Iron Man, you don't have your Batman. So just letting you know that now. Uh, that's the only thing that they're missing. This cinematic universe are all of the superhero movies that have come out for Marvel. They are they started out in 2008. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe obviously is based off of the comics. Uh, with, you know, different variations here or there. Just depending on what exactly the movie needs or, you know, things things change. Obviously, you, you don't want just a carbon copy because as much as it, as cool as it'd be to see an exact replica of what you've seen on the page... You know, these movies have to progress organically, you know, two and a half hours, two to two and a half hours. It's a lot harder to cover so many different things like there are in the comics. And sometimes things change. Sometimes it changes for the better. Sometimes it changes for the worse. Sometimes you get, I don't know, you get, sometimes you get when Ant-Man came out and Hank Pym was already an older man and is based around Scott Lang, you know, in the comics, Hank Pym was the first one, and Hank, he did some really questionable things. So that one, you're like, oh, okay, maybe that one's an okay change, because now you got Scott Lang, he's the everyman, you know, he's just a family man who really cares about his daughter, uh, he's a really cool thief, Paul Rudd's awesome, so obviously that's not a problem there. But, so you kind of sidestep all that stickiness from what exactly happened with Hank Pym earlier in the comics, so some some changes like that are really good, and then you got other changes that really mess people up. Kind of like in Iron Man three, when it turned out that the Mandarin was a, like paid, he the Mandarin was a paid actor, and a lot of people were like, "What are you talking about? The Mandarin is one of the best Iron Man villains." And you got this kid that, or and you got this man who's just bumbling around, and he's like, "I got paid to do this," and you know some see it as a clever twist, and other people were really upset about this. Every time that they take a move, they make a move. You know, there's always a possibility it's going to be good. It's a possibility that it's not going to go as well. It's going to divide the fans. You know, it's movies. We all have different opinions. Obviously, you know, there's not every... Not everyone has a right opinion, some, but they are allowed to express them. So if you've ever seen any kind of upset people over this or that, you know, they're allowed to be. And honestly, sometimes it changes your mind. You know, there's been times where I've been like, I like that. That's a cool twist. And then people will be like, well, that actually doesn't do so well right here. And I was just like, oh, okay. You know, that's actually a really good point. You know, just make sure to keep an open mind. But, so, yeah, so, they're movies. Uh, there's been 22 of them, or this will be the 22nd one that comes out, you know, at the, on Friday. So, if you're like me, you're going on the 25th, 
you're super stoked. I'm not mental. I'm not emotionally prepared for it. I'm gonna try to be emotionally prepared for it, but you know what? There's no, <laughs> there's no way that I'm gonna be emotionally prepared for this 11 year adventure coming to a close. Because I was there. Because the first movie was Iron Man, which came out in 2008, and I was I remember seeing that movie with my dad. So it just feels really weird to have 11 years, all these movies coming to a close. Some of these characters I know so well. You know, I'm really excited about the future though, and I'm really excited to see where they take it. But so there's been lots of different movies. They've done team up movies with the Avengers, you know, where all the different heroes group together and to fight a to fight a bigger threat than they're used to. You know, it's, you can't take down an invasion just on your own. I mean, as cool as Captain America is, he he does have limits. So you know, you have your Captain America trilogy that was really good. It was actually the people that did Infinity War and are going to do Endgame. The Shepherds of the culmination of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, got their start with Captain America Winter Soldier, which is actually one of my favorite movies out of all of the MCU. So it was really good. But you got your Spider-Man. A really great change they did there was Iron Man being a mentor to Spider-Man. I had some really good moments. If that moment wasn't in Infinity War, honestly, like I don't think that I don't think Spider-Man's death would have been as impactful if it weren't for the fact that we were watching Iron Man lose his son. Like, And you're just like... Like, something that I never thought I'd see happen. Something that works so well, but, like, it's it was definitely a departure from the comics. So, that should give you an idea of what the MCU is. Like I said, it's been around for, since 2008. It's been, this is the 22nd movie coming out at the end of the week. Uh, I can't, I mean, <laughs> I'd like to believe everybody's seen, with how much money these movies have made, I'd have to believe that at least, you've seen at least one. One of the most amazing things that we've seen in our lifetime as far as pop culture nerds go uh it's something dc dc has tried to emulate with varying effects it's something that i mean you know the shared universe concept wasn't really a thing until this movie like this franchise i can't stress enough how important it is and how meaningful it is you should definitely check it out if you want to look at all the movies uh i mean just go and buy them some of them are really good movies I'm not going to say all of them are amazing, but a lot of them are high quality. A lot better than you would think. A lot more hits than misses. Alright, so for this week for the pop section, it was a really tough decision to decide which pops I was going to do. But with the, I mean, with the culmination of this mega franchise, the culmination of 11 years, the culmination of 20 plus movies, it only seemed right to focus on the pops that they did for their 10th anniversary last year, which I actually decided this was the one collection i have some collections that i've completed just because there's maybe that that many of them or there's something that's really dear to me i was like this is the one when as soon as they announced them i was like i'm gonna buy every single one of these (laughs) and then they kept announcing more and what started out as like 10 pops became like 15 pops but i mean they're really cool so i'm not too upset but it is so marvel did for their 10th anniversary, Marvel partnered with Funko to deliver something truly special. They delivered gold chrome versions of all of their pops for their MCU characters. So you have, you know, you have most of the main characters. You have Cap, you have Iron Man, you have Doctor Strange, you have Black Panther, you have Shuri, you have some of the Guardians, you have Ant-Man. Like, pretty much anyone that's a major character is on there. You know, there are some notable exceptions like there isn't a Captain Marvel one because she wasn't actually in the MCU. Uh there's not a Hawkeye one cuz everybody always rags on Hawkeye. There's 
surprisingly, I just realized there's not one for War Machine. So I don't know why people don't love Iron Man's buddy. They're not for every single one, but they did a lot of them. There's like a ton of them. Uh, some of them are exclusives. Actually, what's really cool is for the last two that they came out with were Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Those ones weren't originally supposed to be in there. Those are fan voted. So they listened to our votes and they made pops out of those. And I got to tell you, the Spider-Man and Doctor Strange ones are probably two of my favorite. Uh, they just look really well done. I do wish that the Spider-Man one wasn't the Iron Spider costume. Because if I'm going to be perfectly candid here, the Iron Spider costume from the MCU just... I mean, it's nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it is nice, but it is kind of weak compared to the actual comic-accurate Iron Man co or comic-accurate Iron Spider costume. I love the comic-accurate Iron Spider costume. There's something about that red and gold, and it just looks really good. And even with having, like, the extra arms in the comics, it looks really good, but it didn't translate how I wanted it to on the screen. That's on me. That's me particularly. I'm not saying it's a bad costume. I'm, it, I still really like the costume, and I like the fact that Tony made it for him because I think that really is meaningful because, like I said earlier, the Tony and Peter mentor, mentor father-son relationship was actually really touching, so seeing him that want to make an armor for someone that he cares about like that was really amazing. So some, I mean, and what's really cool about this is they could have taken the easy way out. I mean, these all came out pretty much around the same time that the Infinity War ones did. They could have easily been like, you know what, we're just going to do the gold Infinity War pops. You know, just because those are already out, like we already got those molds, like people are already stoked for them. But what they decided to do was honor the the history they established. So some of them are from Infinity War. You know, the Iron Spider costume is from Infinity War. Some of the other costumes are from Infinity War. You know, and it happens. I mean, some of those are good costumes. But like like the Cap one, the Cap one in particular, that's not from Infinity War. That's from Civil War. So that was, you know, because as cool as Bearded Cap is, and I always say I love Bearded Cap, that wasn't Cap. That wasn't the Cap that we're looking for, if you know what I'm saying. We needed the Cap that had the shield. We needed the cap with the helmet, with the A on there. You know, these were things that we needed. This is his memory. You know, this is what he was looking for. This honors him in a different way because this is him at his prime. This is the cap that we all care about. This is the cap that we love. And it looks really good. I gotta tell you, like, I love it so much. I mean, I don't know why the shield doesn't have the star on it. That's the only thing that's missing from it. But it looks beautiful in gold. The gold chrome, the gold chrome makes so many details stand out. You know, you see his utility belt... You see his uniform, you see his back straps, where his shield goes, which I'm, I'm still not 100% sure how it hooks on there, but that's kind of just a science in me. That's not really, that's, you know, you know what? It's comic books. That's all I'm going to say. It's a comic books. But, so they decided they wanted to choose different costumes for the people, and I really appreciate that. I think that's a really nice touch. Like Loki. I mean, Loki is, well, this is the Thor Ragnarok Loki, but, uh. Like, I mean, he's got his horns. He's got his horn helmet that he really loves. He's a big fan of that helmet. I don't... <laughs> I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, but he's got the twin daggers. He's got his outfit from Thor Ragnarok. And, I mean, it just looks really good. The gold looks amazing. I gotta tell you, like, the gold chrome is definitely one of my favorites. I think blue chrome might beat that out. But that's just because I'm really partial to, like, blue and navy. And that's what that kind of links up with. So that's why that is like that. So... It's not so much that the gold chrome doesn't look good. It's just in my heart of hearts, blue is the way to go. Then you have, you know, you have your Star-Lord. He has his helmet on. He's got his twin pistols at the ready. Uh, he looks like he's ready to go into space. And it looks really, I mean, it looks really nice. This one was a box lunch exclusive. 
and I just I love the way that his helmet looks. It looks really good. Uh, it didn't translate. It translates better than some other Star Lords I've seen in pop form. Uh, you see, he was wearing a necklace with his ring on it. Uh, he's wearing his jacket. It's open. This looks really nice. Uh, there's Ant Man, which I mean, Ant Man wasn't even in Infinity War, so <laughs> that shows how they were still trying to honor the history and not just doing a cop out. I'm being real with you. So the Ant Man one actually looks really good. I mean, his helmet just looks really. I love it. It has these two pieces that stick out of his helmet that are his antenna. That's kind of dangerous for breaking, so just be careful. Uh, actually, the Black Widow one also, because I think the gold chrome is of different material. So just be really careful with those, because the Black Widow one that I had, the baton snapped. And I was really upset, because I, I really like to keep my paws pristine. So just be careful when you're handling them. Just be mindful of that. But the Ant-Man one looks really good. His suit stands out really well. And remember, these are Marvels. So they're all bobbleheads. So don't be surprised when you get in at bobbles. All the Marvel ones are like that. Um, the Doctor Strange one is really well done. I love this one so much. You can see the eye of Agamotto. <laughs> the thing that I love about this is, you know, he has a cape, and the cape has the cape goes up a little bit around, like you know, it goes around his head a little bit. And when they did that, you know, because it's a bobblehead, like I said, and the part that goes up around his head actually bobbles with him. So very interesting touch. I would think they would just put the the cape part attached to the body and then just have his head bobble. Maybe it's just easier if it doesn't, but so that was a really nice touch. He's wearing I mean his outfit, his cloak kind of billows, which I like. It's got a really interesting texture to it. Um the inside of it. It's got like these like raised diamonds, so that's really cool. But I mean like each of these pops are just really beautiful. Uh, the gold chrome really makes all the details stand out, which, uh, as you can tell by now, I would hope that I'm a detail guy. They did all kinds. I mean, they did Rocket, Raccoon. Uh, he was a FYE exclusive. He was, he's a little short, so that one was kind of funny. You have Groot. You have Gamora. So you have pretty much all the Guardians, except for Drax, for some reason. I'm not really sure why they didn't include Drax. But you have all those gu Guardians. You have Groot. This is Groot that's in a pot. So, you know, he's got the arms that are kind of waving about. So, uh, if you like that Groot, which I think, I think most people like that Groot, Baby Groot probably edges it out a little bit, but that Groot is also really loved. You have Black Panther, you have Shuri, so relatively new additions to MCU at the time. Uh, I love Shuri, she has, she has those blasters, those like, panther looking blasters, so she has those at the ready, and I love her outfit, I don't know, just the way that they did it, it looks really well done. You have Thor, surprisingly they chose a Thor with the helmet on. Which, I mean, that's only happened in Ragnarok for like a second, so not really the billowy hair. I mean, it does look really good. Like, I love the way that the helmet looks, especially the way they did it in that movie and Ragnarok. So I'm not complaining, but I was surprised that they chose that since for almost every other movie, he doesn't wear a helmet. But yeah, and then you have Black Widow. Like I said, batons are very, very fragile, so don't snap those. You have the Hulk. Uh, the thing about Hulk is that he's not very mean. Like, he just doesn't look very imposing like you would think the Hulk, the Hulk does. Surprisingly, it's not a six-inch pop, uh, even though the Hulk, I mean, is massive. So he looks kind of, I don't I don't want to say shrimpy because he's still got muscles, but he just doesn't look like, I mean, he, he's not very intimidating, if that makes sense. And then finally, we have Iron Man. And surprisingly, I don't know, I think the Iron Man one could have been a little bit better. It's just his, very, it's his regular, I've never liked the way that this helmet looks in pop form. The one that they did for Endgame, I really enjoy that one. It looks a lot more streamlined, but the way that it looks in like the gold pop, it just doesn't really resonate with me. 
but it's not him taking off or anything. It's just him standing there, surprisingly, especially because Target did the red chrome one, and it's him up in the air, and most of them that I see is up in the air. So it's kind of weird that they went that way with it. Uh, so that one's kind of hit or miss for me, depending on looks. But, so, I mean, that's that's all the gold ones. I think they all look really cool. It's a really cool collection to have, especially when you get all of them. They kind of take over your whole collection, but they all look really good. And, I mean, come on. It's the MCU. You have to get as many as you can because it's the MCU. So, hopefully, I entice you a little bit on those. Not too... I mean, to me, they're so iconic, the characters and the costumes, that me going over the details doesn't do it as much justice. Because, like, to me, I don't know. Maybe I'm not, like... Maybe not everyone's like me, but to me, when I think of the costumes, I see them in stark clarity because they're just so, I mean, they're always so well done. There's hardly been a cost. There's hardly been a costume in the MCU that I've just been like, oof, like I'm not really a fan of that. So they all just really stick out to me. And so I see all the details, all the different costumes and their story arcs, really all the characters. I'm a huge superhero nerd. So all this stuff really sticks out to me. So hopefully I was able to kind of explain it to you uh, because the details that I'm saying may have gotten past you but to me like they're just kind of like commonplace if that makes sense uh sorry i'm kind of rambling on it but i just wanted to let you like let you know like my thoughts on it if you will now that we've talked about the pops that are it's time to talk about the pops that could be could have been it's time to talk about the pops that could have been the concept pops the concept pop section is a part where i describe a pop that i think could have fit in the set and then so i do a pop and i do like a moment in the series so like this one would actually be a movie moment for once so (laughs) i was thinking about this because there's so many different ones that could be in gold but i think but i think the one that really stands out to me personally is the pop that wasn't made into gold for me personally and this i mean i can't when i was thinking about it i was like how could you not have a pop honoring him for the 10th anniversary it's nick fury i mean without nick fury there would be no avengers you know, it was his initiative. It was his helicarrier that they all got brought together on. Like, he he's the one that made the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, without him, Iron Man probably would have... I mean, he probably would have died from just his self-destructive behavior and the toxins from Iron Man 2, you know? Uh, he galvanized... He, he galvanized the Avengers after Coulson's death to go and leap into action for them to even be a team. You know, Nick Fury is the reason why the MCU is able to be is able to survive he's always been there when they needed help he's always been there he's always known way more than he lets on i mean this character this character is the mcu in my mind and i i don't mean like like it's not like he's like i'm not putting him up there with like stanley obviously stanley's the reason why all this stuff exists uh we're gonna miss stan i really i really hope his final cameo is in endgame because it's i mean it's a culmination of everything but nick fury nick fury should Nick Fury should be a gold pop. I mean, A, he'd look really good as one with his trench coat and his eye patch. I mean, he's he deserves to be a pop. I think especially if it's the 10th anniversary of the MCU, he was there, first post credit scene. He's the one that put this team together. It just boggles my mind. I mean, I know I know that it's he's not as iconic as Captain America or Iron Man, but but if this line is about saluting what has come, and how it's culminating into Endgame, he deserves to be recognized. I mean, he's the first person that met a superhero, Captain Marvel. He's the first person to tell Tony he could be a hero and create this initiative. He's the one that brought them together. 
You know, he was there in Age of Ultron when they needed help and they were already defeated. It just, he deserves to have a spot. Not so much because he would look cool, but so much just because we have to honor him and the work that he's done for the MCU, you know? And I'm not saying the pop wouldn't look good, because the pop would still look good. <laughs> I mean, Samuel Jackson deserves to be in pop form. And, I mean, obviously the details of wearing the eye patch, him wearing his trench coat... He just has that rugged spy look, and I think it'd look really good. And, I mean, it would be just a nice oddball addition to the MCU 10th anniversary pops. So that's my choice. And then, for the movie moment, this one would look really good. Uh, I would pay extra for this one, because usually, typically, movie moments are between two characters. But this one has more than that. But this one should also, this one would be an amazing, this would be the centerpiece of my table in the future, honestly. Would be a gold version it doesn't even have to be gold but just a 10th anniversary version of the avengers assembling for the first time so that means you know that shot in avengers where they're in the middle of the street of new york and they all line up in that circle and it pans around and you get chills that deserves to be a pop all right i want to see each avenger from that moment there okay i want to see cap i want to see iron man i want to see hulk i want to see black widow i want to see hawkeye like I want to see Thor. I want to see all of them circled up, looking ready for action as a team for the first time. Because Endgame might be the culmination of the first three phases of the MCU, but Avengers was a culmination of a dream to make an actual super team and to bring together all these solo acts. And I think that'd be amazing. I think it would look really good. I think it'd just look really good. And, I mean, come on. Like I said, it'd be a little bit more than they normally do for the movie moments, but I think it would... I think that that is the moment. There have been other moments in the MCU that have been as impactful, but that one that one gives me chills to this day. I mean, Avengers was something that now we're like, oh, this old hat. But at the time, that was something we'd never had before. And they brought that to us. So I think that needs to be in a pop form. I mean, those are my choice for the concept pops. I hope you like them. I hope you understand my reasoning behind Nick Fury. I mean, to me, it makes sense that he should be honored as someone who brought the MCU into existence. So this week for the discussion, I decided I was going to talk to you all about Endgame. So right now I haven't seen Endgame. I've seen some trailers, and I got some wild fan theories, some fan theories that I'm excited to share with all of you. So I think the big fan theory everybody's thinking about right now is, well, it's what I've always thinking about because I'm not sure if I'm emotionally prepared for this. Whew is who's going to die in Endgame. Because, I mean, let's face it. People's contracts are ending. They've been doing these roles for, I mean, eight, nine, ten years. It's time for some people to move on and some new people to step up, right? Right? Don't want to hear it. Don't want to think about it. I'm not emotionally prepared. Getting a little teary-eyed just thinking about it, because these are my people. But <laughs> And the one that I, I always think about is Cap. Because Chris Evans has talked about, you know... He wants to start directing, that he's not really doing the acting thing anymore, which breaks my heart. And, I mean, his contract's ending. And, so, and you know, this is the culmination. And I've talked to a lot of people, you know, with Tony Stark. With Tony Stark, it could go either way. I think that's what's interesting about him is he's a little bit more unique. I could see him just retiring at the end of this movie and marrying Pepper and having a bunch of kids and... You know, and he's happy about that because he's like, well, I got Peter and I got Rhodey 
and they're out there doing what they do and they're taking care of business so I can sit here and I can finally relax and I can live and have, you know, a peaceful life. I could see that. Or I could see him sacrificing himself like he's already done like four times. So with him, you're like, okay, it could go either way. This is probably the last one for him, but we'll see what happens. But with Cap, it's not like that. At least in my opinion. Cap's a soldier. He's always been a soldier. So for him to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to hang up the shield. Let someone else take care of it. It's not a big deal. That is a big deal for Cap. You know, that's just not how he operates. He's not someone that can just relax if there's stuff to do. That's never been his MO. And yeah, it's never been his deal. So I've come to the conclusion that he has to sacrifice himself. He's probably going to sacrifice himself so that way everybody can either be saved or to sacrifice himself so that they can stop Thanos. Something's going to happen. Because if you look at the comics, the only times he's really hung up the shield and passed it on to someone else. I mean, there's been other times earlier on, but the two that stand out are Bucky and Falcon. And you're like, okay, those are there now, so maybe he'll pass it on to them. The first time he did it to Bucky was after he got assassinated after Civil War. Alright, it wasn't willingly. He was dead. <laughs> like, So, A, he's dead, and it got passed on, which is probably what's going to happen in Endgame. And then with Falcon, I mean... Steve lost the superhero serum and he became like 92 and it's hard to be Captain America when you're 92 and he was still the head of shield at that time so it's not like he wasn't doing anything at all so I'm pretty sure this is it for him I'm not emotionally prepared for that it's gonna rock my world in a very bad way but because Cap is my favorite Avenger and I just love his I love him so much and I know they're gonna do it really well uh, I mean the Russo brothers are the ones that made Cap so amazing and Civil War and Winter Soldier, they're going to have him go out in the proper way. So I'm really excited to see that. But I'm pretty sure that is a thing that's going to happen. So other than that, I mean, as far as I don't believe, I don't believe there will be any other deaths, honestly. Uh, there could be. You know, there's always that, that chance, uh, especially with something as high stakes as this. But they have a lot of different plans in place, and they have a lot of really good people in place. So I think... These are the notable ones, is Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. So we're going to see how it plays out. Um, if you have any other fan theories that you want to bounce off with me, or any if you want to hear about my other ones, definitely just let me know. You know, message my social media. But <clears throat> So that's just a little bit about the discussion. I just want to kind of put those theories out there. Uh, I don't know, it felt right. And like I said, the discussion is going to be a little bit different until I get the community on Facebook rolling and I start having more conversations with all of you. So until that happens, you're just going to have to deal with my insane ramblings. Finally, we have just the uh, pickups and finds. Uh, I got to tell you, in the past couple weeks, I kind of got a little pop crazy. So I picked up like an insane amount. I was super excited. I did pick up a racer head. If you remember from the first episode, the racer head I was telling you about where he has... He's in a hero mode and his hair's all in that invisible wind. I actually got that one, the Hot Topic exclusive one. So I was really excited about that one. Uh, it's been going popping up every now and then on their website. The stars aligned. I made it happen. Very excited. Uh, but I also picked up Ghost Rider Doctor Strange, which is a beautiful looking pop. I love the Ghost Rider Doctor Strange. It looks so good. Ghost Rider with anything looks really good, like Venomized Ghost Rider. So if you don't have a Ghost Rider pop, you got to make it happen, man. Other than that, there's been, you know, just some new ones. Uh... An Amazon exclusive Farah from Overwatch came out. So if you're a big fan of Farah, it's an Anubis one. So her helmet looks like a dog, like the Egyptian dog. So if you're looking for that, definitely make that one happen. And I know that 
this week, Toy Story is supposed to be coming out. The Toy Story 4 Pops are coming out. So definitely make your way to your local retailers or check online and get those Pops. Uh, they're going to be really big. I'm really excited about them. I already pre-ordered the Alien because the Alien is the best one. And the also look out, if you like Buzz Lightyear, they're doing a special Amazon exclusive Buzz Lightyear where he's lifting off. looks really good. All those Pops are going to be really good. So definitely keep your eye out. Um, I'll keep you guys aware if you, if I hear about anything else, stuff's coming out all the time. I'm excited about it. Make, get some good pickups. Let me know about them. Let's talk, you know, let's conversate. All right. So that is this episode of pop goes the fandom. So like always, uh, reach out to my social medias on Instagram. It's pop goes the fandom 19 Facebook. It's just pop goes the fandom. Twitter is at goes fandom. Just follow me. Talk to me. Send me a message. Uh, definitely support me on Patreon if you like what you're hearing. I have a lot of good stuff that's over there, too. That's going to be my Patreon is Battleborn94. So go. We have different tiers. We have a lot of great stuff. Finally, I just want to let you know about this promotion that I'm running that I'm really excited about. It's going to go until the end of May. So I'm going to talk about it a few more times. So I've talked a lot about the fan community that I'm trying to start. It's actually the first tier of my Patreon. For a dollar, you get added to the fan community. That's where I talk about any kind of pickups. That's where we discuss anything about that's pop related. That's where I tell you what I've seen at local retailers. That's what, you know, lets you know what's going on online. You know, it's where you stay. It's where I want to help you stay plugged into the pop community so that way you can find the pops you're looking for. Well, this promotion is if you message my Facebook, like I said, Pop Goes the Fandom, if you message me on there or any of my other, if you message me on any of my social media handles and tell me that you want to be a part of that Facebook fan community, I'll grant you access i'll add you to the group i really want to build this up and to build this up i want you to be the first ones you know the people that have started with me i mean it's only been three episodes but you've been listening and so i want to reward that so from now until the end of may if you message me if you email me pop goes the fandom at gmail.com if you anything you can do to get to a hold of me and let me know that you want to be added to that group i'll add you to that group uh, i definitely want you to be there i want to start talking i want to hear from you I want to find out who my friends are. I want to find out who my fans are. And I want to have conversations. So definitely try to take advantage of that. I'm really excited about it. I really want to see this community start to flourish. Right now it's just me mostly talking. But I want you to be talking too. So just give me a holler. So that's about it for me. Uh, I hope you've learned, enjoyed this lesson on the 10th anniversary gold chrome pops for the MCU. Uh, next time we're gonna be t- I'm gonna be talking about the different Fallout power armors. I'm really excited about that one. All the power armors have really cool details on them. They look really cool. They look really menacing. They're from Fallout. So if you don't know anything about Fallout, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. Stay tuned on uh, May 6th. That will be coming out. Um, like I said, reach out to me on social medias. Send me a smoke signal. Call me. Beat me if you want to reach me. I don't know if that's copyright infringement. Uh, so don't turn me in. Uh, but. <laughs> So this has been Pop Goes the Fandom, and I'm your host, Tyler. Carry on, my wayward pop fans. (laughs) 